is the Play-Doh Games podcast. We're the hardest working podcast in Portland, Oregon, man. Play no games. Play no games. Podcast slash show. Doesn't work as good over Zoom. Maybe it was the internet. (laughs) Oh my god. Welcome to the Play-Doh Games podcast slash show. I'm one of your I am one of the hosts, Rob. Uh, I'm the other host, Koss. And Arthur Dixon. (laughs) And we're back at here, back at you. Again, with another show, as we all try to take you to a higher vibration, whether that is with self-improvement, whether that is with um, uh, relationships, or that's just you just dealing with social situations. So, um, as we move further into the year, um, really quick, time out. Am I the only person hearing that echo? Yes. I hear like a baby echo. Okay, that's something I'll do in post-production. Oh, this weekend's going to be fun. Anywho, one, two, three, we're back. So as we as we put you on all those higher frequencies and everything else in between, yo, I'm not going to say, you know, we might, have a, we might have a new little place, you know. They might be building from scratch. So if y'all want us to uh, have a studio, studio for real, help us out with those donations, you know. Dollar sign, Hero Bob, watch, help me to help the crew, help pay my guys. You know, they're doing this for free out of the goodness of their hearts. Pay me. Pay them, don't delay them. So pay me. So with all that being said, um, I think I'm going to pass this to the homie. To uh, Yeah, yeah, he's got someone to introduce. Uh-oh. Uh, so, you know, I want to introduce this phenomenal person. Um, not only an outstanding individual, but an amazing dancer on top of that. Uh, she's definitely put Portland on her back and, and stepped outside of the state to show out uh, the one and only Lyric Branch. Oh, yeah! Hey, hey everyone. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So we we start out we start out all our podcasts the same way. Um, it's just called play no games, and it could be positive, it could be negative, it could be something uplifting, but it's something you do not play no games about. So we're gonna start with you. What do you not play no games about? Well, I do not play no games about having a hobby. Um, right, dancing, dancing is my hobby. Um, it's been my hobby since I was a little kid. Um, it's more therapy for me. Um, I love doing it. Um, and yeah, like I will continue to dance since, you know, from now until the day I die. So Okay. Oh yeah. Super dope. Robert, what are you playing no games about? Yeah, interesting direction. All right. Um yeah. Yeah. I will say, you know what I don't play no games about? I don't play no games about um hmm. I actually wanted more time. I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, damn, hopefully it doesn't come to me because I need to think of something. Um, if I'm being honest, I don't want to play no game about time management. And the reason why I bring up time management is um, I, I'll, I'll say this. I felt like I had a really good grasp of like working on like work-life balance. And then the last couple of months said F that. And um, I'm not going to say who, but like, I would say like three people hit me up and they're like, yo, what's good with you, Rob? And I'm like, um, you don't be hitting me back. And I'll be like, ah. I'm just like, yo, you don't understand what's going on in my life. But there's an accountability factor that I do want to talk about by communicating to people that I'm like, man, I'm Mondo busy. And I'll just say this, the real people understand and work with you when you try to reach out and things like that. So I would say time management on both fronts, people understanding and you actually put in the work to communicate that you are under stress. Respect that. Who you, Cos, you on you. 
All right. Uh, what do I'm playing no games about today? You know what? I'm actually going to shout out Zoom. Uh, we are on Zoom now. I know it sounds corny, but uh, I am literally on Zoom every day of my life. Uh, it is part of my job. It is what I do uh, working in sales. So I, you know, I can work from home. But either way, all my clients are essentially East Coast people. So I'm on Zoom daily. Um, and then because of Zoom, we can have moments like these where we can have guests outside of, uh, you know, our local parameters and kind of, you know, expand our reach and bring in different mindsets. So I think it's really great. And um, it's amazing. It took a worldwide pandemic to really unlock uh, something as, I mean, Zoom was always around, but it really unlocked the potential of it. So yeah, shout out to Zoom. That's why I'm out playing games about. No Arthur, back to you. Oh, what am I not playing no games about with today? Um, I think today I'm not playing no games with um, disrespectful comments. Uh, I think at a point in time, I think, I don't know why I jumped into the NBA, but like, you know, there's a point in time where like people earn their flowers. And I think it doesn't matter. Like sometimes what happens in the present, like, being disrespectful to that person is just like out of pocket, and uh, I feel like you're talking about Chris Paul. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I just feel like a lot of people, because of like circumstances or him not playing well in the last game, whatever, people just go negative quickly. And I just feel like we don't recognize that that man is also 37, been in the league for plenty of years, and has still made it further than a lot of other teams. So um, people deserve their flowers, even if it's not the pinnacle of where they should be or where they, they quote unquote are supposed to be. Um, hmm. People should earn their flowers. You know, I have a comment. Like we, we, this was actually very wholesome play no games. Cause usually people have comments about where people are at and we were, we, we were kind of quick today. And I actually want to just, put my two cents on this and I actually want to use you as an example, as you will be mm. talking about your lovely dancing abilities mm. um, and what, you know, you put in the community, let's just say just random links on out there. Right. Let's just say you have a connection with Chris Brown. All right. Okay. He's a decorated <laughs> dancer. Can you level with me? Yes. 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 Okay. Okay. So let's <laughs> say you and Chris Brown are in competition, you know what I'm saying? And you <laughs> out dance C breezy. Okay. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, in that moment, Chris Brown's like, "Oh my gosh, I did. You know, I did. I danced with T Pain. I did this. I got this, and I, I danced with the Jabberwockies. Right. Okay. And he brings that up. Are we? Is it? I just have a question for you. In that moment, right then and there, is it wrong for you to critique? In that competition, you did not dance like you did before. You didn't show up. So is it wrong for you to critique a Chris Brown if he doesn't do what he's supposed to do? Dancing one. Um, no. I mean, um, I mean, he can have like that whole background and stuff, but it, it is what it is. At the end of the day, you knew what you came to do. And I mean, just, you know what I mean? things happen. So if you didn't come prepared, you didn't come prepared. Wow, things happen, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there's better luck next time. So that's how. Oh, oh word. <laughs> You're playing a song. <laughs> yeah, no pun intended. Oh my God. <laughs> I, think, I think that also goes to a lot though. Like, right? Like when you talk about like being prepared, like mm -hmm. preparedness upon anything when it comes to a job when it comes to life situations having kids whatever the case may be is like preparedness like how prepared are you to own up to something that you should own up to um and if that is that situation of like competing if that is that situation of making some food or whatever the case may be how prepared are you to doing that so yeah, yeah so if chris brown had a capture he should have said that before he into the competition right not I mean, after when lyric. I mean, he got he got out he got out played because it's okay. He got out danced by lyric. Anyway. I mean, things anything can happen. So fuck your shit. But I but that's the here there. But uh, AJ, I'll let you take it away from here. 
So we want to uh, tap in with you and get to know you a little bit before we start asking some major questions. Uh, so who, Lyric, who is Lyric? Let us know. Who are you? Well, um, I was born and raised in Portland, Oregon. Um, I am a branch, so my branch family is known out in Portland um, and not always in a good way. So um, just growing up, I had, you know, that pressure of like, kind of doing better and stuff, but that's also something I wanted to do. Um, I wanted to be an example for my family and like my cousins and stuff, a good example. Um, so I started with like activities, which is dancing. Dance has been, dancing has been in my life like since I was like little, right? So um, almost 20 years since I've been professionally dancing. <laughs> Um, started off African dance, um, with, you know, well now known Sebe Khan, you speak Kukatonin. Um, then I danced with SEI, did urban arts, danced with Kimba Shannon. She was based out in New York. Um, and a couple other really well-known professionals. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, that's just the way I express myself. Um, I didn't, I couldn't get through college without it. <laughs> I tried one year just going straight for nursing, not dancing. And I was flunking all my classes. Um, the college uh, professor in the nursing class, he was like, if you don't have an A or a B right now, you might as well quit, quit all of nursing. <laughs> so it just led me to minor dance education and um, actually got my degree in healthcare administration and mental health and wellness. Um, I wanted to create a business where I use dance as therapy. So for elderly people, I wanted to use like tap dance. I know they can't, you know, some people can't stand up, stand up and do it. You can sit down, still tap dance. For autistic children, that's still a way of um, expression, right? So, you know, ballet, yoga, um, anything like that. So um, that's really why I went in and got the degrees I got. Mm. And yeah, I mean, like right now, Currently, like I'm dancing, I'm here, I moved to Arizona, um, you know, for a change also just to get to know myself a little more. Um, also, you know, just to reach out to the community, get more opportunities out here and also share back at home in Portland. So yeah, that's me. <laughs> dope, dope, dope. Go ahead, Robert. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I I'll just say, what? I thought you were gonna say something. No, I was no. I <laughs> what she what she's doing and what she's putting out into the universe is just dope. So I just wanted to make sure that she definitely heard me. But since I am speaking, um, <laughs> one of the questions I have for you is, you kind of detailed um, how you got into dancing, which I appreciate it. I just want to ask because uh, what a lot of people don't know about me is sometimes. Now, sometimes, you know, still a tennis player at heart. You know, that's what I play. And I know that the route to becoming a professional tennis player is like you have to get like sponsorships, like you have to like do it. And like it's a pathway that's different from when people look at sports. So when people get that label and title of a professional dancer, what do you have to do to get that? Is there a certificate? So how do you become a professional label dancer? Well, um, so... <laughs> You don't have to be going to like LA or anything like that. I know I get a lot of those questions like, how come you haven't been in LA to audition for things and you're not on tour, you're not doing this, you're not doing that. Um, well, it's 2022. <laughs> There's no <laughs> you know, socializing with people and everything. Back in Portland, like I am known as a professional dancer. It's like majority of the time I'm going to get booked for things, even if it's like little Nike gigs on the side and stuff. I've been booked before with Nike. So like, it's still a huge thing for me, um, but it's just like the little things you do make a huge impact on everyone else. Um, even here in Arizona, like as soon as I got out here, I've been booked. Mm -hmm. I've been getting booked for, you know, backup dancing for artists, local artists here. Um, I just got booked for a Two Chains concert for one of the artists I just um, performed for. So uh, Jada Pink, shout out to her. Mm -hmm. um, she's pretty cool um so that was like actually one of the first music videos i did out here in phoenix oh, wow. um mm -hmm. and then now we're performing as like opening act for two chains so 
pretty excited about that. But honestly, like, I just think that whatever you do, like, if you're, if you're confident, you know what you're doing, and you've been educated by the right people, um, you should be able to consider yourself as a professional. And it's just how you handle yourself, how you, I'm sorry, uphold yourself, right? You have to view yourself in a certain way, um, just to be that way. Like, yeah, like, okay, like, I could be out in LA just working, you know what I mean, trying to audition for, you know, Chris Brown and everyone, but, you know, sometimes that's just not where I want to give my energy to. Mm. I'd rather be local in certain places and stuff. Yeah, I'm going to work my day, you know, work one day out that way, but um, that's not like my main goal in life, so. Okay, okay, all right. So, you know, what was it like when you got that very first check? You was like, when they, you was like, cut the funds. <laughs> I ain't shaking this tail feather for nothing. <laughs> um, I actually was, um, let me think. Like high school, I used to get paid for gigs here and there. Um, college, I, ne- I never got paid in college. I did more of like, okay, like, let me get my foot out the door. Let me introduce myself to Arizona and the community. Um, then back in Portland, I know some people already and stuff, but it was more like working around networking with other dancers there. Um, so really like, I would say my first big check would have been with Nike. (laughs) Big check was with Nike. Um, have I always gotten paid? Yes. I get paid for gigs and stuff. It just depends. Um, but also if you notice like the dancers and stuff, um, kind of are going through things where we don't get paid enough for our work um so it really depends so there's gigs I've gotten no pay there's gigs I've gotten probably like a hundred dollars fifty dollars it, it all really depends it depends on the person depends on what we're doing and it depends on how that's going to make me look right I mean now I get paid <laughs> the only time I do something free is like um what was it we did for like the Phoenix Suns recently? We did their halftime show. Um, I did that for free, right? Because I think that was gonna be a cool experience. Um, first of all, I was gonna be on TV also, you know what I mean? So stuff like that, like I know I'm gonna like okay, I'm gonna appreciate this this experience, I'll do for free. But if it's for like a music video, like if it's someone that I know that's like just a friend and they're not that good. Not a good rapper like that. <laughs> being like lingerie, shaking my butt in the hotel room. We're not doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'd rather do like these classes and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I like to be sexy but classy, right? Mm. You know what I mean? Um, especially like now that I'm an adult and stuff, you have to carry yourself a certain way because some people um, look at things. You know what I mean? Like, you're not on, let me see. Like, I love city girls. You're not on their level, though, right? That's how I look at me, right? Mm-hmm. In reality, who am I trying to give my attention to? Or, like, who um, who am I trying to have look up to me? Mm-hmm. Right? So there's a certain, you know, taste and things, stuff like that. And I don't care if you pay me $1,000 or just, like, Nike paid me for me to be in your music video, right? It's how do I look and how's it going to look and what's being projected? What are your like lyrics about? That's very important to me. Hmm. So, yeah. So you, you talked about a few different things. The first thing you talked about is just the underpayment of dancers. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of talk more into that, like express your emotional feeling or your feeling towards that. Yeah. So <laughs> um, I went to LA um back in 2019 so went to LA in 2019 um just to take some hill classes and stuff and just kind of get the experience um I noticed a lot of you know the basics of uh professional dancers they have an agency sometimes you don't need an agency but a lot of dancers do have agencies they go through and usually the agencies will send out okay go audition here when dancers are auditioning that's free that audition could be eight hours or 10 hours. They're not getting paid. Mm. You're not getting paid for auditions. You're not getting paid for how long those auditions are. You know what I mean? Um, so, and that person would be like, yes, thank you, or no, thank you. Right? They can cut you then and there, or yeah. they can cut you later, or they can just call up those people who they pick. So, you know, it's LA. 
it's professional. And it makes sense. That's usually, usually how it goes. You're not going to get paid unless you're booked. Oh. Now, um, I know tour-wise, I know people get paid um, good enough for tours and stuff. But realistically, I'm not on tour, right? I'm not on tour. I'm here locally working with local um, individuals. So you have to think about those who are trying to get their career started with music and stuff sometimes. You know, so based off of them, okay, and realistically, like, what all can I afford? Okay, I want these, I want this many dancers. Okay, what are they charging? So also the dancer is the one that's supposed to be like, okay, to book me, this is my prices, right? Choreography, someone might charge, okay, I charge $150 for my choreography, but that's it. Hiring dancers is different, right? Depending on how many, how many practices you have, like, that could be, okay, well, we need studio space. That's you got to rent out studio space for how many hours though? How many days? Yeah. So that's coming out of some people's pockets. If you don't know the owners of studios and stuff like, Hey, like I need to use space or anything like that. So I used to dance for Vega dance lab. I used to teach dance there and I can use their space for free because I'm an instructor. Some places you're not an instructor. Okay. We don't know you. You got to book. It's like $15 an hour or 45 an hour. It varies. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it comes a lot to it. And also you have to think about some, like, and I've recently, like, there's like artists that are like talking about they don't care about dancers health and stuff too. So if you're on someone's set and you, you know, mess up, um, as in like you mess up your body or anything, you're injured. Okay. Some, some artists won't care. Some do some like, okay, like let's, you know what I mean? Like, let's make sure you're good. Um, contracts, some contracts might not show that. Or, you know what I mean? It just really depends. It really depends on who you work with, their personality, what they're willing to offer. Um, I have, I've worked with artists that were like, okay, like your hair, makeup, I'm paying for all that. Hmm. Costumes, I'm paying for all that. Some artists don't do that. <laughs> Local ones do not do that. Like what's in your closet? We have to go through our closet to see what's in our closet sometimes or, okay, I got to go buy this. I got to buy a top. That's coming out of my check that I'm getting paid for. That's not much. So at this time, <laughs> do you want to name drop all of the great artists that do all the nice things and all the, like, the problematic ones? Because we want to spread this awareness. Dancing, um, unionize. Um, I'm not 100% sure. Um, I did see, um, I forgot the dancer's name. But they were talking about uh, Doja Cat <gasps> auditions. It was like some type of audition process. I don't remember the full story, but I know Doja Cat was someone that was problematic for some of uh -oh. the dancers. But allegedly, oh, but keep going. Oh, allegedly, um, Doja Cat, huh? Allegedly, yeah. no comment. <laughs> but also, but you, but you see, also like there's like so. There's like the artist is like Chris Brown. He has the same dancers with him. Mm. So you see like a lot of the the um artists that are, that's an example, like like Chris Brown, he's definitely probably taking care of his dancers really good. Right? Yeah. Yeah, he has the same ones all the time. They work with him really well. And it really just based off the energy you're giving to them and they give them back, right? Mm. So um yeah, so I mean that's kind of like the two artists I would go, you know, side by side. But also, like, I mean, that was like the one thing I heard about Doja Cat. I know she has some of the same dancers too, which I think, she, I don't know, but <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, you had made a comment a little bit earlier about how, you know, you may not necessarily work with some, uh, some of the local artists, depending on how you've heard, you know, the, the way they treat other dancers. How deep is your kind of venting process when someone sends you like an email to your business email with like an offer for you know a dancing gig oh okay so <laughs> funny thing is um those artists don't send me an email they'll dm me on my instagram <laughs> you know some i'll look okay like if you dm me on my instagram that's fine too i'll look on your page figure out your music and stuff like okay like I'll look just based off of their Instagram page because you messaged me off there for a reason so let me get to know you okay and I'm like okay well send me the song let me listen to the song um and what is your idea right what do you need are you needing multiple dancers or you know do you not or do you need a video girl 
like what are you looking for right um so i mean i had one person recently like dm me really good friend of mine <laughs> and um he said he was willing to pay and stuff but it was the it was the ideas with his ideas of like okay hotel room and how you're you're you should just wear this and wear like a a masquerade mask and i'm like i i just didn't be him back <laughs> love him but i'm like that that's not <laughs> what i'm trying to put out there like that yeah. um that's just so basic um i've worked with um an artist rio rio wilson um he'll be popping out soon and stuff like that but i've worked with him since um 2019 he's a really good friend of mine um I actually did his video shoot. Um, he flew me out to LA and I did a video shoot for him too. So it was really fun and worth it. Um, but he was very professional. Like he's DMing me off of Instagram, but very professional about everything. I met him in person first before um, doing any work with him. Professional about his business and stuff. Um, R&B singer, right? And his music is on point and like, you know, being like demeaning like women in general it's, it's never that you know it's very respectful it's r&b it's like it reminds me of like early 2000s r&b right mm -hmm. so i love that type of vibe and stuff so i'm willing to do that and i'm really like a heels dancer now so like i uh, like okay cute that i can be sexy but growing at it look good classy perfect but that hotel room scenes, and I'm just trying to dodge all that. I don't care how much I'm getting paid. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Oh, you know what? I'll be the problematic one of the group. I got questions. So if the city girls is like, you know, about to throw a bag at you, and they was like, we need you in the hotel with three masks on, or would you, would, would you do that? City girls. Okay, so... <laughs> City girls, I is is different. They're females, okay. right? So usually it's like we're like you know I don't know if we I'm not trying to cuss on here. You can cuss on. Okay. Oh, so they're want. like you know we're bad bitches and stuff. Like okay, bad bitches get money, love that. But if it's like <laughs> if it's like a man sitting here like yeah bitch done did X Y and Z with me all this other stuff like I don't want to be that. <laughs> oh. I twerk for city girls. Okay. Ah! <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, all right. So, you know what oh, that actually God. makes me think? <laughs> I had another question for you, but that actually makes me want to switch it up. So, because I think a lot of people get the word dancer misconstrued and it's such a catch all. How is it to deal with, and you don't have to just exclusively talk with about like males, but like what are some of the stigmas that you get when it comes to telling people your profession of dancing and how people treat you? Um, yeah, so good question. So, <laughs> um, what was it like? An example would be like, um, so in college, um, I used to be asked, like, oh, like, what do you do? Um, I like, oh, like I dance on the side, like I like to dance, you know, especially at my old job. I worked at a fast food, fast food restaurant and um, the manager was like, oh, like, what do you do? I was like, oh, I dance on the side, right? And he's like, oh, okay, well, you know, like, you know, let me know like what clubs you work at. So <laughs> I always have to say I am a professional dancer and some people, some reason it comes to people when I say I'm a professional dancer, they're like, oh, okay, like, okay so like you know like who do you dance for or anything like that but it anytime i say like i dance they think they go straight to thinking like i'm at the strip club dancing which is nothing wrong with that i support women i do that of course i just um you know I me and that's not it is professional too it can be professional technically in a way right it's the job but that's not the type of dancing i do right i just do strictly like I perform my backup dance you know I teach I choreograph you know um I almost lost track of the question <laughs> it's okay it's okay because I, I was now I just want to just shit on the men so what I, about I kind of got a, a, a tag along with 
with that before you go shit on the men. Okay. Uh, so is that part of the reason why you begin to start saying like professional dancer, or was that already in your mindset of saying like professional dancer? Because people would um, it's somewhat both. Um, I it it became natural after that. After I was asked like that, it became a natural thing. And like, you know, I'm like, yeah, I am a professional dancer. These are things I've done. You know what I mean? Like I've danced for, um, so Jante is, um, a well-known choreographer. He's in New York now, was born or not, not born, but he used to go to Jefferson, I believe. He's in Portland for Beyonce, you know, choreographed for Beyonce. Um, recently we did, um, a K-pop group, um, skeleton crew. So what that is, we learn to dance. And of course we're paid, but we learn a dance. We act like we're one of the artists, do the dance, film it, and they send it to Korea and they learn it off the video. So uh, we did um, Can't Stop Me by Twice. Twice is a really well-known uh, Korean pop, you know, K-pop group. Um, and uh, so it was him and a couple of other choreographers too, which it was really cool, but it was fun seeing, like I learned some of this dance because we did this, we had to dress up and film it and they learned from us. So it was a pretty cool experience, but little things like that, like that is very professional. You know what I mean? Like we're getting paid. This is someone from out of the US, you know what I mean? And someone like him relying on another person, like a mentor, like Durante Lambert, um, that's like a mentor to me. That's a really good friend of mine's, um, but a really mentor, right? That knows, okay, I got your girls. Send me headshots, send all this X, Y, Z. I sent that over to them and then they picked us, right? And then we worked worked with them. So I'm like, anytime I'm sending out a headshot, then, you know, that's what that is, so. When the bag come, I feel it. When the mm-hmm. bag come. <laughs> yep. Go ahead, Robert. Um, it's just- dancing in the profession was it like dealing with the opposite sex and I'll even say the cisgendered you know male I can only imagine the type of situations you get in and I was wondering how do you navigate that do you feel like there's gatekeeping if so I navigate like dealing with men just yeah um, nah. I mean <laughs> I'm dealing right um I would get something new all the time or regular stuff. So like, um, example, if a guy's like interested in me and tries to talk to me, but also wants me to do like a video shoot for them, that's not happening, right? It's like, I don't do business with pleasure. I don't do that at all. Um, Definitely keep that separated. Also, I mean, hopefully your music is good enough for me to work with you, right? And you're paying me well enough, right? Sometimes I get men that'll hit me up like, oh, like, you know, can you teach me how to dance? And you know, right now I'm teaching heels. (laughs) I'm not going to teach you how to do hip hop. Like you can go take some classes where I've been taking classes if you need to. Like, you know, like I get that all the time or like, we're going to, we're going to battle. That kind of gets annoying. (laughs) That kind of gets annoying. Like, okay, like battle. Yeah, um, it can be. Um, sometimes, um, even in the middle of working with someone, sometimes they're interested in me, and I'm like, no, <laughs> no thanks. Like, thank you, but no thanks. You know, I just don't even. I don't know how to describe it, but it's sometimes it's like that. But also, there are really good like artists and like directors and stuff that are really good to work with, and you know, I trust and. Um, yeah, like I wouldn't like throw shade to all of them, but some of them, yes. <laughs> and I think the last bit of the you know conversation, and one thing I'll take into the second half of uh, our show, but I find it very interesting. Um, but one of the things I kind of want to ask you that I had saved is, you know, recently I think is you guys got to help me out. His name's Alfonso. It's Carlton. What's his name? Right, Carlton. What's his name? Oh man. Oh man. Alfonso. You're muted. Alfonso Rochelle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Is it Rochelle? I behave, you know. I don't want to disrespect him. He might come slap me like Will Smith slap Chris Tucker. I mean Chris, oh, oh 
Chris Rock. There you go. There we go. There we go. Wow. No, Lyric, you alluded to this. Uh, you were talking about how people just want to, like, dance battle you. And recent. oh, Alfonso Rivero. 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 I with an R. So you were talking about how people just come up to you and be like, yeah, let's dance battle. And he was recently was talking about how people come up to him and be like, yeah, do the Carlton. <laughs> I feel him. Like, I get it. You know, that's just like your fan. Like, if you're really talented at something or good at something, it's like your fan. Like, oh, go ahead and you go show some dance moves. So, like, do you think I feel like dancing? Like, I want to eat. <laughs> like, everyone else is eating. Like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, I just walk through the door. I'm trying to sit down and can I say hi? Like, it's stuff like that. So, I definitely feel him. <laughs> yeah, to kind of go uh, off of that a little bit, do you think? Do you find competitive dance to be like a sport? <sighs> it well, it depends. Yes, I I could see it. Yes, because there are dance competitions. You will you will win money prize, right? Um, and yeah, it it is definitely like a sport. There are competitions. I used to be a part of. Um, well, I used to be a part of a group when I was a kid, which, I mean, I really wouldn't say, like, I learned any from them or anything, but, like, I used to do competitions with them, and it was, eh, like, it was cool and stuff, but then I'm like, oh, that's not the type of dancing, like, I want to do and stuff. I don't want to be in competitions and stuff like that, but um, there are people I know that are, like, you know, adults and stuff that do do that, and, you know, they do do that for a living. Um, sometimes some people survive off of you know, winning competition stuff, competition money and stuff. Um, so I feel like it's definitely, um, if you look at it that way, it can be a sport. It just depends. Yeah. So uh, kind of a, a, a bigger question. Compare Portland dance market to Arizona dance market. Which one is better? And which one do you feel like you enjoy more? Ooh. Yes, I am. That is so hard. <laughs> um, I would say, well, I enjoy both. There's a few reasons. Um, I enjoy both because, I mean, they're both completely different. I mean, it's the same but different, right? So Portland, um, the dance community, we do have a dance community for sure. Um, it is small, uh, but it is growing. It's now currently growing. Um we don't, if you notice, like, we don't really have video shoots like that, like, people recording classes and stuff, like, I recently just did one, just because, because I'm like, okay, this is what we do a lot in Arizona, a lot of people, okay, like, class will be filmed professionally tonight, you know, come dressed up, come dressy and stuff, Portland, you're not about to come dressy in the cold, <laughs> you're about to come in some sweats, I'm gonna care if I'm wearing heels or not, I'm about to wear some sweats, I'm about to wear this t-shirt, um, so, um, and that's something I'm trying to bring to Portland. It's like, okay, like, it's okay to dress up for class. Like, make yourself feel good. You know, you dance differently when you dress up for class. You move differently. Your confidence is built differently. Coming um, I mean, dressed up for class. Now, um, opportunities, I would say they could be about equal, but um, they could be. But, like, I mean... What's the huge difference? I mean, backup dancing for artists is here. I would get booked more here than I would in Portland. Anything in Portland, like it would probably like either like Nike or a big group thing or um, stuff. You know what I mean? That's kind of like, you know, I have to sign um, NDAs and stuff like that back in Portland. Like here, just more like local artists. Like, okay, like I need this many backup dancers. I work with, um, currently I work with Jensai, um, Jensai Russell. Um, I met Zai in college, um, but a lot of the work I've been doing has been, I've been getting looked through Zai a lot of the times, but that's how my name's been kind of being, you know, out there too. They're like, okay, like this girl just moved here and now she's getting booked everywhere. Um, but in Portland, everyone knows everyone. You're not really going to get booked, you know what I mean, a lot because there's not really a lot of artists in Portland that do look backup dancers or dancers for their video shoots that are local in Portland. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think we have some amazing artists out there. Um, 
And, you know, I feel like dance can spice things up for those artists. They just don't use anyone really. Not a lot of them. Not a lot of them. Um, and I would say, what else is different? Yeah, like the classes. I mean, like there's a lot of heels and structure instructors here than there is in Portland. Portland, I can count on my one hand how many people I would go to for heels class, right? And that all matters to me, right? Because I'm not going to sit here and teach a certain style if I don't know, if I wasn't trained in, right? Portland, we have like Latia. She teaches heels. She has her own company, Work Dance Crew. Um, Jasmine Thomas, amazing. She teaches heels too, but she also went and trained in LA and New York. Um, Paula. Paula's a good, um, very good instructor. That's actually someone I went to first uh, when I first started heels. Um, out here, like it was Cisco. I would mainly go to for heels class. And then that was like the biggest person I would go to. Now I just go for fun, go support friends. But we have a, there's a lot of teachers out here <laughs> that teach heels. I'm going to teach a class out here soon, um, but it's going to be a little different. Um, no one knows it just yet. <laughs> Yeah. but I'll let, I'll let y'all know what it is um so the class I'm teaching is going to be called love language um for the bedroom Ooh. so <laughs> okay <laughs> I don't we don't have classes like that right so it's just like okay like, I'm going to teach you choreo you can take to your your man your girl or you know whoever you're dating right or if you want it just for yourself and you want to look in the mirror at yourself and like okay let me work on this dance routine just because you know <laughs> I want to, I want to provide that, you know, that space for women and mm. out here they have like so many heels classes, up, but I'm like, okay, but what about something I really can take home? What can I really take home and do in the room that I sleep in? Mm. Right. So that's something I'm going to bring out here in Arizona and, you know, definitely going to bring out to Portland. Um, but yeah, so we'll see. How that goes. Dope. Super dope. Super dope. That is real that is really dope to hear. And I can't wait for you to do it. Hopefully you're uberly proud of that because uh when you said that I had a reaction and it was like a, a good reaction because the holistic, because I was really keying in on your words of like people being okay with themselves and taking whatever they need to take to their partners and I was on Instagram and there was this like cycling dude and like everyone's like hyped on him. And he was like, I got a fun date idea for everybody. Go to the ATM, take out $200, get some ones and take it back to your partner and then strip. And then you know what you could do? Pick up that money. Right. Put it back into the bank. <laughs> and, and, and the reason and that made me think of that is because I think everyone thinks when it comes to like, dates or just like truly love themselves they think they have to like you know not saying that, that you teaching this but you know i've been some places where like when you go to these classes they they expect you to twist flip it and reverse it you know yeah. for someone else you know and it's for just for what you need so i just want to say with that i feel like that's really dope yeah and it's going to be therapeutic in a way right huh. um i anytime i go to a dance class i'm a whole new person um I was recently um dating someone and he I would send him videos of my dances every time I did a dance class I sent it to him he like where's this lyric at <laughs> right like no but I get it because I become a whole new person in class than I am in person mm. um and like I seem very shy to a lot of people sometimes um and like in class, like it's different. Like, okay, like I'm feeling myself, I'm cute, you know, let me get a little quick video and, you know, be this, show this other side of me, right? And it's fun, it's very therapeutic. And actually like, I'm starting to kind of express myself as that person, you know, especially living alone now and like um, just being out on my own and learning from other people and stuff. Like I'm starting to be able to show that side of me, my confident side of me. Um, so like, I do want to help others to, you know what I mean? Build that confidence. Um, you know, no matter like, you know, your shape, your, your size, it doesn't matter, you know, if you got splits or not. I honestly do not have the splits. I'd be lying. So <laughs> it don't matter. 
<laughs> it don't matter. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I want to make sure you feel confident in your body and how you move and you have to listen to your body and, you know, know like, okay, like this doesn't make me feel good, but this does. Um, and, and I actually be making people look really good. Like, I just want to help boost people's self-esteem. Like, just like I help myself, like, why not? Mm. Oh, hey, you know, I feel like this is the perfect time to, you know, with the last 10 minutes, you know, to to do what the people came to see. And that's, we always save it for the end because in our current day and age, talking about relationships, talking about toxicity, that's what really gets the clicks and views, not the stuff we were just talking about it because people, they're just gonna skip to this part because we have a woman on the show. So <laughs> like, ah. Um, Definitely hard. You know what I mean? Like a lot of women are like very independent. I'm independent too, but I also um, been learning like, okay, like I can, I'm gonna give, this guy a chance to kind of like show me like you know me like what is he bringing to the table right um for us I think on both sides like we have to learn to be patient with each other um and that you know meaning like you know understanding like okay what does this person like some people like to receive things and some people like to give right I'm I would say like I'm really more of a giver I give things I'll if you, you know what I mean? Like if you wanted something, like I'll give it to you. Um, show, I show basically my appreciation, right? Um, but also there are those that don't show their appreciation, but they do in the slightest way. So just being patient is like very hard on both ends, I feel like. <laughs> um, I dated um, men that were, that they were giving me things back, right? They'll give me things back in return or um anything like that some like i just i wouldn't get nothing right mm. but knowledge sometimes so i can say like i've gained knowledge from um especially like the guy the last guy I've dated um gained a lot of knowledge from him and i really appreciate him it will still be friends to this day um but communication was very off with a lot of things like I express myself differently than he does and he's super blunt with things and I'm not that blunt right um so um and I felt like I could have been more patient to sit there and think about okay like let me register what was said instead of react quick so um doing more of like being patient listening to the other person and their needs taking it in for a second but also you know me um still taking care of yourself like okay like but this is what I need staying firm with that but also like okay like all right like let me just go do this they they just want flowers for today let me go give them flowers for the day right or like just being spontaneous um communication is key also like a man can't read our minds ladies <laughs> trust me like I was there's times I haven't said nothing and I'll be pissed off right pissed off at the guy I'm like you know, like, like this, like, I don't like this. Like you didn't, you know what I mean? You didn't listen to me, but it's like, when did I really tell that person that I didn't like that? Right. Um, so definitely communicate, communicate, communicate. <laughs> well, thank Thank you. Yeah. Um, my question to you is like, how does, um, nowadays dating, um, or what is your rating on like nowadays dating? Like, kind of tapped into a little bit but I like what is your rating on it like um sucks <laughs> it sucks to me everything's online a lot of the times I do not um anyone I date I do not date off of online I've met you in person like I've never I probably went on actually I went on one online date <laughs> and it was cool like I went on a date with him it was like the day before my birthday I was turning 24 day before my birthday like you know I was like okay cool like you know cool went to a bar he met my cousin too I was like okay cool so we went out did pool and stuff but then he started doing too much and I'm like okay this is way too much and then the next day he wanted me to go to his house and I was like well I'm not going to anyone's house because I don't know you like that still right we're still getting to know each other you know at least respect this and he did it so that's that one one time experience 
not doing that again. <laughs> so I just rather, you know, if I meet you in a neutral place, I feel like it's um it's better and it means more to me than online dating does or like online meeting someone off of my Instagram. If you meet me off my Instagram, it's a you have a less chance with dating me. Like I don't even know what you would need to do for you to have a chance. Like I just don't believe it. You know what I mean? Because we all put up a front online at some point. We do, right? I shoot, I posted things and stuff and knowing dang well I ain't got the money like that to be out here on someone's boat. <laughs> like kicking in with my girls. Like I ain't got the money like that. But you know what I mean? Like and everyone holds this like, okay, like, yeah, I do all this and this is all uh something that I do, but really in reality, like what is your what are you struggling with? Like what are you going through the day-to-day basis, right? Um and not everyone knows that so like I just rather meet you naturally like either like I meet you at a, a grocery store or not the club that's another thing I'm not I mean <laughs> I'm not taking you seriously if we're at the club and you're trying to get to know me at the club <laughs> and talk to me you can buy my shot my shot my drink Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> but I don't want the questions oh what's your favorite color I can't hear you you can hear that drink (laughs) (laughs) i can you want a drink okay i got you yeah okay okay. you get my name and and you notice like a lot of people at the club they like okay like what's your instagram they go straight to what's your instagram they go straight Mm. to your instagram and then from then i never speak to anyone again usually i meet someone at the club i let them have my instagram and then i never speak to them again unless i run to them at the club again (laughs) you know but i would not take them seriously so i'm curious you mentioned the grocery store and i I hear a lot of girls say that but as someone who goes you know to the grocery store what 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 would you want a guy to tell you if he wants to talk to you at the grocery store what 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 you say is like a great pickup line for a guy going you know the grocery store i wouldn't that's hard because I hear a lot of girls say that, and you know, I think it's well, easy to say, but from life, a guy perspective, I'm like, you know, you're looking at one, like a real life experience. It wasn't even the grocery mm-hmm. store. It was at the, it was at a Kia for like the Kia. Um, actually, this was recently at the Kia um, dealership. Yep, dealership. There you go, Kia dealership. I just take my car in. I'm like, okay, I got to get these things fixed. All right, so roommate's gonna come pick me up. Cool. So I went in there, dropped the car off, and then this guy, he comes up, and he's actually a car seller. Like, you know, he sells cars. So yeah. he was there. He just rolled up, and I was like, okay, like, he's cute. I like how he's dressing and stuff, but I didn't think he was going to talk to me. I'm on the phone with my mom, and he just like, hey, like, um, so, like, you need a new car or something? I was like, oh, no, I'm getting my car fixed. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. He was like, so uh, which one is your car? And I was like, okay, I'm guessing it's going to be a whole conversation. So I'm like, okay, mom, let me call you right back. So I hang up. And then we started talking about the cars and then it led into, okay, like you move from where, oh, okay. And then it just kind of, it's a natural thing, right? But also he looks good. (laughs) 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 And it's the looks too. So I was like, okay, this is a, this is a plus. This is a first time. It's a plus. And who made that rolled up on me with her boyfriend? He like, okay, wow. Like you pimping. I'm like, first of all, I'm not, (laughs) I'm just dating. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm just dating. I'm single still, but also I'm working on me. So, it costs excellent question. Cause I have a question for you, and I don't want you to be monolithic. And by whole all means, hopefully you don't feel like you're being monolithic. You know, that's why we say some women, not all women, all this other stuff. But like, currently, just from your vantage point, um, do you think when it comes to female or woman culture do you feel like the standards of their asking for are too high currently right now do you feel like it's unrealistic or it is exactly what women should be getting good question i feel like i've i've dated men with different perspectives right mm-hmm. i've dated one um that like ideally right realistically thinks that i should be there for him even if he fucks up mm right um I've had mess ups with him too don't get me wrong but he feel like because I have mess ups and he has mess ups we should still make things work and really in reality I'm like well there's you know I mean there has to be a reason why we're best on both ends right so we're not ready 
Um, for it depends. Everyone's mindset's differently. Women feel like, you know what I mean? Like we've done so much. We do a lot. Um, when we really do, uh, we have to, um, you know what I mean? Like sometimes impress men just with our looks already, right? That makeup, the, okay, I gotta go get, you know, my eyebrows waxed, all this other stuff, like blah, blah, blah. That's a lot, right? Um, some women feel like they have to be very independent, right? They're like, okay, like, F what a man has to think about me or what he says stuff, like, I'm going to get to the bag. Either that's dancing or I'm more focused on my job. You know what I mean? I'm about to make sure I'm, you know, ahead, like, a healthcare administrator of this hospital, right? Mm-hmm. And that's consistently working, 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 working. Um, some women, you know, men, of course, some men's like, okay, like, well, if she can't cook, <laughs> right but I'm like okay but realistically like what what's the reason why she's not cooking a lot right is does she have to take care of someone else but herself Mm. you know what I mean maybe she don't like to cook like that it's like some men don't like to do dishes or change sheets (laughs) (laughs) okay so let's be realistically like you know what I mean like (laughs) (laughs) but but like, but like we do we there's a lot I feel like it just it, it depends because we're in a new era where some men think certain things are okay some men don't you know what I mean I do because I test that stuff out right mm-hmm. um I still have my beliefs and my morals and stuff and I'm gonna do whatever I believe in regardless if we're dating and you're like I don't like this um now if it's harming you then yes <laughs> so yes so but yeah. uh-huh. Is I really quick, really quick. So is Will Smith wrong or right? For what? No, I was playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> for the slap. I was gonna ask you about the slap. Well, like, okay. That's hard. <laughs> Cause I mean if Jay if Jada was to have his back and stuff, I feel like he he felt like he I don't know if he felt like he had support in that. <laughs> At least, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know. I would even I have no comment. (laughs) (laughs) I have no comment on that. But I just, I just, I just feel like, you know, um, there is, I mean, there is just, it just really depends. We do have a high standard, but also to uphold and stuff, but sometimes we really don't, you know what I mean? Like it depends on who you are trying to, you know, um, what is it? Do I want to say it's, (laughs) Really okay, like it's who you're trying to impress or whatever. I'm gonna, I wouldn't say really impress, right? But it's it's who you're doing it for. You know, are you doing it for yourself or you care about what the other person think? And it's like, okay, well, let me, because I was in situations where I'm like, I care about what he thinks, so let me not do this. Like, let me, let me not. Okay, let me do this. But really, at the end of the day, like his opinion didn't matter because he's not here. So. <laughs> at the end of the day and then another man when another man loved those things I'm like okay I have an idea of doing this you know what I mean like I want to do this I want to do that he'd be like hey you know you you like it I love it that's all you know that's something I like you know what I mean that support yeah um but there's men that are like okay but what if you know they go off of their friends relationships and marriages and stuff Mm -hmm. like oh like my friends are they they're married and stuff and have kids and his wife don't do this okay well i'm not his wife (laughs) so if you're looking for that you gotta go somewhere else (laughs) you know um that i it really depends on the person i feel like there's someone for everyone and um you know i i just think it's it's a give or take i think like a lot of women do feel like they have to hold this standard and stuff even for family wise right you know like in my family like I wouldn't say I was sheltered but like I am looked up to a lot Mm. by a lot of my cousins and stuff like little cousins and stuff um but you know as we get older I'm like okay well cool like this you know my cousins are doing you know their thing and stuff like I look at them I'm like okay like that's cool like I really want to do that too we support everyone regardless of what you're going through what you're doing as long as you're getting it you find you're healthy you know 
So I just think it just really depends. I, I got one question for you. Right. Uh, what's your thought on the stay-at-home dad? I don't think that's an issue. Mm. I don't think I don't think that's an issue. I feel like if if it, it has to be agreement on both ends, right? If the mom is like, you know, I definitely love working. I love going into work. I love handling my business. That is their number one support kids and everything like you know what I mean and doing things at home he wants to do why not why can't he be a stay-at-home dad you know you do have single fathers that have full custody of their chi- your their kids and stuff and actually working too you know what I mean but I don't see nothing wrong with a stay-at-home dad at all okay <laughs> you got anything my man yeah, kind of circle it back uh, family-wise and bringing it back to dance as well. Uh, I don't know if you plan to have children in the future, but I'm curious, you know, kind of bringing in that dance mom aspect as well. I know you probably maybe watch the show. Uh, is that something, you know, if you have children, you'd want to put them into dance? Do you think that's good for them? You, you know, what, what you learned growing up through doing dance? Um, I wouldn't force them to do just dance. I'll just mm-hmm. let them kind of pick naturally what they like to do um so let them explore their options um I would say like you know my mom you know being raised by a full-blown teenager (laughs) um she um you know didn't have the mindset she does now than she what she did when you know we were little right so you're talking about someone that's in their early 20s and you have like an eight-year-old right that's trying to figure girl what she likes to do and stuff like that and a nine-year-old trying to figure out what he likes to do and stuff so it's like you know really like when I got to like my mom's age and stuff I'm like dang like I don't think I was able to handle like kids at this age you know what I mean like what so like right now I'm 26 sorry mom putting your business out there (laughs) my mom had me at 15 she had my brother at 14 so think about it like I'm 26 my mom had my little sister at 26, 26 with a 10 year old, 11 year old, 10 year old, and then a new baby, right? Your head is everywhere. So it's not really like, okay, like, oh, like, like, you know, like, let's get to, let's do this and stuff. She didn't really have time to explore those options with us. We figured it out on our own, like me and my brother did. And then we helped our little sister figure out what she liked to do. She modeled for Nike (laughs) when she was like in middle school, started modeling for them acting singing now she's um a cheerleader for jefferson you know she didn't take the team i i was a cheerleader my freshman year but now she is cheerleader so go kobe <laughs> um, but you know it, it's um it's more like um i want them to grow into like knowing what they like to do and i'm very supportive so that my child wants to go play guitars and stuff my mom supported me now if i want to play the guitar she's like, all right we gonna do it I told her, you know, she's like, do you want to model? I was like, sure. I went down to modeling thing. They said, what do you want to do? She's like, do you want to model? I said, no, I want to be a princess. Yeah. She supported me. <laughs> we did all that. And she's like, I will still support you, you know? Um, but, you know, it. I just feel like it's important for them to grow their own way. And stuff. I don't want to force my kids yeah. ever into that, you know? Awesome. Well... <clears throat> I'll just say this. Um, Lyric, appreciate you so much for coming onto the show long distance and being our very first long distance guest and working with us, working with me. Um, So I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is really exciting. And first interview, y'all, like on podcasts and stuff or. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Many more to come. Guaranteed. Exactly. Yep. We're hopefully setting the bar high. You're like, you know, I was on that, that other podcast. It was more fun. <laughs> so hopefully that's the case. But um everyone, this is our first live and direct podcast, long distance. Um, if you like what we're doing, please follow us on all socials. Uh look I slow down. Lace us with your oh, social wow. get a hold of you. You gotta you gotta let the people know how they can find you. 
Okay, so my Instagram name is lyric underscore Renee, R-A-N-E-A. So people might think it says lyric Renea, lyric Renee. Um, so yeah, so please follow me on Instagram. You know, if you need me to dance and perform for you, you can hit me up on Instagram or through my booking email that's on my Instagram. So, yeah. There it is. Thank you. Thank you. AJ. I always have to do it. I have to because you always be skipping. <laughs> hey, this is this is why this is why I have all of you because mile a minute. But uh, yes, please follow her. All her socials. She's uh forever stamp um guests we hope to have you back on and you know more things more things that we'll talk about and um like i was saying if y'all like us please follow us on all our socials instagram pod, uh apple podcast spotify um we have some dope things coming um before we go any church announcements from the crew that's what i was thinking so stop that so cost any church announcements aj any church announcements before we go um hit subscribe hit like follow us on spotify all your (laughs) platforms listen wherever you listen to your podcast uh and thank you lyric for hopping on we really appreciate it sunday night i'll be cooking again vegan food um don't know the recipe yet well we'll be letting you know brace yourself oregon on the instagram you will see short rib short rib (laughs) vegan short ribs Please. Okay. Let me figure out how to do that. I got you, Cross. Okay. Follow us on Instagram. Brace yourself, Oregon. Hey, this has been the Play No Games podcast with the lovely lyric. Peace. Bye. Probably wondering if I think of you. Sorry, I'm for the bag right now. Yeah, I'm for the bag right now. Yeah, for the bag that I never had. Yeah, you probably mad right now. Yeah, I got a two-piece now Shit, I think they call them groupies now